Hello, and welcome to River Tales, a Riverdale recap podcast where one of us doesn't watch the show. That's me. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Elaine. And I'm Kiana. And today we're recapping Season 5, Episode 14, The Night Gallery. Ooh, spooky. Yeah. Ooh, you'll find out. Yeah, It is spooky, honestly. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Big Pretty... scary Halloween-y episode? Yeah. Not quite. It's Halloween-y it? vibes. Oh, it really? Is. Okay, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. The whole episode is, like, very, like, dark, dark. and eerie and kind of ominous, so it's mm-hmm. fun. Nice. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay. But two truths and a lie. Ready for it. All right. Betty has dinner at Pops at TBK. Oh, okay. Jughead meets the Rat King of New York. <laughs> Archie sees an alien in the Palladium Mine. That whole sentence. <laughs> just bad. <laughs> I'm going to say that's the lie. That is actually true. No! Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Riverdale. Okay, Betty having dinner is a lie. That yes. is a lie. Okay, yeah. all right. She did not have dinner with a serial killer. But Jughead did also meet the rat king in a sewer. That was too random. I, that is like, that was way like, too much for you guys to create. Up. No. No. And why would you? <laughs> why would Surely. anyone? There must be a reason. Is the rat king the cause of Jughead's oh. trauma? Oh! Yes. <laughs> okay. oh I don't guess. I've been wanting this trauma Sh- for so long. <laughs> been and and today I got it. Yes, Jughead. Be traumatized. Yes. She wanted it. Well, but he... Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Where, where should we start? Mm. Okay, so we need to, like, tell you what this episode is like so you can envision it. So this mm-hmm. is a triptych episode. So it's three okay. parts, three different stories... And basically, Cheryl's introducing each story through her paintings, which she is showing to Minerva. Okay, that's it's still Minerva's happening. Back. Okay, because yeah, because Cheryl's like, I have a new collection for you, mm-hmm. and so she's showing her these individual pieces. Okay, yeah. and she starts with the first one, which I don't remember what she calls it. I don't know. But it's a picture of Archie shirtless with seven million abs <laughs> and a mining. It's like very like thing. romance novel cover. Yeah. Like yes. that. But then, also mining? Yeah, like okay. down in the mines, like suspenders from his pants, you know. Oh yeah. But no shirt. Okay, so we start with the one picture. Does this storyline actually function as a storyline or is it just like a plot? Like no, we get some t- storytelling device. Some answers. It's moving I mean, along. Okay. Well, it's like it's an interesting way to like tell those stories instead of just having it in three parts in the episode. Right, but like, so it makes it seem kind of almost like dreamlike and kind of storybook like in a way, mm-hmm. you know, which is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, so like everything a, is like uncontained, like little fairy tale almost. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, and I love that it is like a triptych with the paintings, which is you yeah, know, like that's cool. What a triptych is, you know, so it's like that's cool that they did it that way. Plus, we get to see Cheryl's painting skills, which we've all been clamoring yes, for yes. with Remember this whole church storyline going on. Honestly, the Jughead one, if it didn't have a bunch of rats in it, like I said, I wanted that in our apartment. Yeah, it's cool. It's okay. Cool. He's got a crown. He's on a throne. Well, I think we should still get all three of them. And in our, Yeah, when you walk in, we have You can that paint over the rats. Hallway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stickers. Yeah. Honey stickers. Yeah. <laughs> on an oil painting. Looks no, great. let's just yeah. turn them into hamburgers. Yes. yes. I can paint over that. Okay. I'm down. All right. And then he's the Burger King. Burger King! <laughs> <laughs> really? That's oh my gosh. Happens. Yes. The Burger King. <laughs> okay, but Jughead's last because this is the best. Well, we have yeah. to start with Archie because it's his shop. 
I guess. <laughs> I mean, his storyline sounds interesting. Is it just unremarkable I mean, because of him? No, it is interesting, but it's just Archie, you know? It, yeah. yeah. It's a continuation <laughs> of his, like, PTSD really, like, coming out of the woodwork. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, first off, yeah, Cheryl somehow found out that there's palladium under her land, which we have no idea how she found that out. And the aliens? Mm, she doesn't know about that, I don't okay. think. But, no, so she... It's yeah. like, apparently, the largest palladium deposits under my family's land. So I want to reopen our family's mine. Which <laughs> we is didn't like, know there was a mine. Uh, we didn't no. know there was a mine. Family mine? Why did it go out of business? Who knows? Why is there already a mine down there? Who knows? I don't know. I mean, okay, so Does she remember? know what palladium is? Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Veronica didn't know. How does anyone know? How does anyone know? Okay, go Google. on. I know you haven't seen Sabrina, but this whole episode, I feel like, is connected to Sabrina. It's very much that vibe. It's that, like, darker, like, coloring. And in Sabrina, they do have a mine. And it's mm-hmm. the town next to Riverdale. Oh, okay. So, like, it's a yeah. mining Green, area. Greenville? Greendale. 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 Which also were like, did they just reuse the same like? Oh, they totally the same mine the and like, oh, the, the set, set and everything and their costumes. Probably, I know. And it's like they totally just use the same theme. I feel like it also kind of has a little bit more of that like macabre feel too yes, that Sabrina has, very much so. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. Interesting. Okay. But oh yeah, so then she just shows up at Archie's house and she's like, "Can you mine in our family's mine?" And he's like, "I don't have any experience doing that, Cheryl." Her first instinct is go to go to Archie. Yes, he's a jack of all trades. She says, and I quote, Archie, you've been a soldier, a fireman, a football coach, a teacher, and a bounty hunter. Is a miner so far outside your purview? (laughs) And then Archie's basically like, "Hmm, yeah, okay. Yeah. He's like, I'll try it. He's like, why not? He's still looking for his calling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then Frank, of course, casually, because it fits the plot, is like, oh, yeah. I led a mining crew in Alaska for a bit. I can do that. Shut up, Frank. I know. No, you I'm didn't. Like, hey, take your Tostitos and leave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So, then they go start mining under Cheryl's mine. But when they're under there, and also at the same time, Archie started going to therapy. He's been starting to go see this woman that... Eric. Eric. Recommended. Or is yeah, also that, going to? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so, they're Is Bingo doing, still there? Um, Archie's still seeing Bingo sometimes. Oh, but the dog bingo there was never a dog bingo. no bingo oh, was a man what about the dog that they got eric oh i don't even know that dog's name no they named it bingo in honor of the oh, person that's bingo. Right. yeah i forgot too they kept him he's still there he's still there okay he's still there <laughs> okay he's also going to therapy for the the for dog fighting dog ring trauma. yeah his dog trauma <laughs> he can help yes yeah so she's so the therapist is doing like edmr therapy with archie so not hypnosis but no kind of Ish. Yeah, ish. It's like, like tapping into the subconscious. Yeah. Okay. Like you can, you actually can like reprogram your brain through mm-hmm. EDMR, which is really interesting, which would be a whole nother podcast. Yes. <laughs> but no, but that's what they're doing. And she also offers him like drugs. She's like, you can take some like anti-anxiety pills and stuff. And he's like, I don't want any drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, and so then he just kind of leaves it at that. But then they start going into the mine and he starts like having like panic attacks like he sees sure. Bingo again. Okay. And more soldiers, too, that died. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. So then in the middle, he does get the drugs because he's like, okay, I need more help. But mm-hmm. then, back in the mines, he has another hallucination where he sees this alien creature. Like maple syrup alien creature? No, different. It's different. Remember, like, Scooby-Doo? The, like, in the, the desert. The alien invaders. Ooh, kind yes. of like that, but like fleshy colored, not green. 
Oh, okay. So creepy. Yeah. What kind of mouth it got. Scary. It was hard to see. Yeah, it's like scary. It wasn't mouth. like a beak mouth. It was like a human kind of mouth. So yeah, it can kiss. Oh, exactly. alien can kiss. kiss. I don't want to think <laughs> it could also eat humans. Well, so can humans. That's true. But um, <laughs> Fangs said, speaking of teeth, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yes. Yes, of course. Fang said. Best segue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so Fang said that there was rumors, like the truckers talked about back in the old days when this mine was open before, mining who knows what. So everyone just knows about this mine. Apparently. Okay, great. Except for us. <laughs> but the rumors were that there were alien-like creatures down there who were cannibals. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Or ate humans. He said cannibalistic, but I guess that means eight humans yeah. not yeah. ate each other because right. that wouldn't be as scary yeah no okay yeah so we're just fear-mongering these aliens who are probably just down there chilling yeah most like minding their own business yeah like guarding the palladium was maybe that's where the maple syrup alien came from maybe it came from the mine the one that nana rose found on the property probably okay honestly did she not mention the mine before when she was talking about this I feel no like it's we would have did. known we didn't hear about palladium I until think it was like in passing I don't think so because I'm pretty sure the first time we ever heard about a mine was like the season with like Hiram talking about his like backstory. Like when have there when has there ever been a mine in he, Riverdale? Oh, Hiram's backstory. He said that his dad worked in the mine until there was a collapse. Yeah, but we didn't know it was the Blossom Mine. They just said the mine. But Riverdale's not that big. It's a small town. I'm just saying it's that was like two mine. episodes ago. Like it's not like we heard about this mine. Like, no, it was. Very and now recent. it seems it just seems like everyone knows about the mine now. Yeah. yeah. Where before it was like it was a thing in the 40s or something, and then never talked about yeah. again. So who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but they did find palladium. Kevin finds yeah. like a chunk of palladium. So there is something down there. Okay. Knows, like, that's all they mm-hmm. found so far. But oh yeah, but after Archie sees the alien, he like storms into the therapist's office, and he's <laughs> like, "What were in those drugs you gave me?" He's, he's like, like "You're using me as a side." experiment yeah he's like you're testing on Mm -hmm. he's like i never want to like work with you again and like and he and she's like with a client you know and she's like hey you cannot barge in here right now like i'm working and she's like she's scared and she's scared because he's like very like upset you know and Uh you know archie you know it's like he's very confrontational too yeah but then after he chews out the therapist Mm -hmm. they're back in the mines and other people start freaking out having hallucinations so like kevin and fangs are both like freaking out saying they're like hearing voices and kevin's like he loves me he loves me now he loves me he loves me now and then like eric's down there and he like freaks out and starts like pushing archie he's like you're the devil you're the devil (laughs) which is freaky because in sabrina the entrance to hell is in the mines yeah and so like the devil is in the mines so So is Uh it like would a layman like me know that that means they're going they're too close to hell is that what you mean? No, a fan just, of the Archie Universe one. Yeah, like if you watch the other show, you would be like, "Oh, sure. wait a minute, right, 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 you know?" Right. Yeah, but so it's like kind of like a little nod, you know? Sure, but sure, it's sure. Like, Did they not bring canaries down there? Well, Cheryl's gonna no. get some after of this incident. I'm, I'm yes. surprised she doesn't already have any. I know, just laying around. Yeah, yeah. The, you mean the, the Blossom Jason Canary and... Farm that we've had for 20 years? Oh, oh. Also, by the way, we learned more about their church and great and. <laughs> Apparently, they have goddesses that they also worship. It's not just Jason? 
what no, goddess is. I don't we know. Have no way, we have she no idea. We have okay. no idea. And she but called it, herself a mistress. A mistress. <laughs> is that a we're, new word? No, I know. We're like, is that a real word? I don't think so. I don't think no. it is. Well, I mean. But also, this is kind of like a connection to Sabrina with like the goddesses, you know, because in the yes. last like season. Like they, Hecate. Hecate they, they start like worshiping Hecate. Yeah. Is I that swear. what this is going to be? Cheryl's family like, is witches. Yeah. And they just don't know it. <laughs> Probably. And I feel like the writers are starting to get confused about what show they're writing for. Yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> they like, had we to, like... Sabrina. We didn't want it to get canceled, so we're yeah. going to, like, yeah. write this into Riverdale now. Maybe the Sabrina writers just, like, integrated into the Riverdale writing room. And they're just <laughs> yeah. like, we'll, we'll write anything. What do you what do you need? Like, witches? You need, like, uh, yeah, goddesses? Like, yeah. You need entrances to hell? We got it. Yeah, We've done that. We know this. Yes. Truly. But I'm looking for it. Great, I'm glad. Because I, I feel like that's like a more natural progression for Riverdale is like the, the supernatural rather than the sci-fi kind yeah. of. I but now like. it's like it's both existing together. Yeah. But yeah. also but, but high also school not. antics. <laughs> <laughs> but also like none of it's real at all. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just like when it makes you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, Frank is like, oh, there was carbon monoxide down there. It causes hallucinations. That's where everyone was freaking out. Totally. And we Googled it. We fact-checked. And yes, carbon monoxide can cause hallucinations, but nothing like what happened to the show. It was so extreme. And it's like you would be like lethargic, like having hallucinations, not like Angry, aggressive, like seeing full-body aliens that you've never seen before. I mean, not walking through the mine. Oh, there's an alien. (laughs) Run away. You know, it's like. No. Actual line of dialogue. <laughs> yeah. So I think the aliens were down there causing them to hallucinate. With their little powers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so then Archie, though, he goes back to the therapist and apologizes, you know, and he's like, I shouldn't have done that and I feel really bad, but I ran in on your client and that I would accuse you of those things when it was just the carbon monoxide in the mines, mm-hmm. maybe, mm. you know, but she's like... Honestly, she's like, I really don't feel safe around you. And she's like, I don't feel safe meeting with you one-on-one after what you did. Valid. Yeah. And so she's like, and if you're hallucinating that much, she's like, I don't think you're really safe to be around anyone right now. And you need some more serious help. Well, just keeps getting worse for Archie. I know. He shouldn't be keep taking these odd jobs. It's like him being forced to be in this like juvenile fight ring, being mauled by a bear, uh-huh. going to war. Fighting all these serial killers. Watching his dad get shot. Watching his dad get shot. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like all this stuff. It's like it had some sort of impact on him. And he has to like deal with it or something. And it's like he needs to like actually confront and deal with those problems. Imagine. Huh. Imagine. Yeah. Hmm. He'll realize it one day. (laughs) I mean, he is going to the therapist. No, it's good that he's going now. Yeah. Because he has a lot to unpack. Mm -hmm. Should have gone a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. Better than ever. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Hmm. Okay, is that it for Archie? Yeah. yeah. Guess who is next? Uh, okay, Betty? Betty! Okay, cool. Good guess. So she, you know, caught the killer last time, that creepy guy from the semi. Right, with the chainsaw. Yes. yes. The chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> so she's got him tied up in the high school shop class room. Why? Why not? For many reasons. <laughs> Why? Well, like well, she said, it's a long weekend. No one can hear you scream. Okay, so she's she wants to torture this guy based on the fact that he's just a random killer? She doesn't know he no, did Bali, does he? she wants to question him, and she's not supposed to be involved with anything with it, so she doesn't want to actually bring him to the FBI. Because, because then she gonna... would relinquish control. Yes. Yeah. And she'd also get in trouble if they found out about it. But she also found a killer... Mm-hmm. 
who's trying to kill her, so it'd be, like, self-defense. Anyways, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so she's just, like, questioning him. Um, like, I thought, honestly, I thought she By was herself. gonna, like, beat him up or yeah. something or, like, torture him. Uh-huh. You know, like, just based on how her behavior and how she's been escalating the last few episodes and, like, like the last trucker, how she, like, beat him up and was Like, gonna, go full Dark Betty on him. And leave him in the woods. You know, she, like, brought a gun and everything. I thought she was gonna do that with this guy, but she's, like, actually acting like an FBI agent and just, like, questioning him and, like, showing him pictures of victims and being like do you recognize this person is she like putting on shows like i had this idea for another coyote ugly spinoff night um can i run a few numbers by you <laughs> yeah exactly there was a music number Great. right there yeah but like mm-hmm. half-assed ones like no backing track or yeah, anything just like marking it yeah he's just <laughs> gauging his reaction you know yeah and he's providing honest and firm feedback yeah mm-hmm. not firm <laughs> i don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> No, but she's doing this kind of, like, psychological breakdown thing. Like, Uh here are the pictures of your victims. Here are their faces. Like, and then he's like, oh, yeah, a body's over here, but ends up just being, like, a dead dog. Mm -hmm. He's, like, psyching her out. Like, Well, yeah, he seemed to, like, be a complete psychopath based on, like, why he wanted to see his grandma die or something like that. Uh And she's continuing to just, like, go off on him or... No, she's just trying to get actual answers from him. Yeah. You know, like, like the one girl, he is like, oh, how could I forget her face, you know? He tries to, like, kiss the picture and it's so creepy. Yeah. And that's the one that he tells her where she's buried, but it's like dog bones. It's like he buried his dog there. Oh. You know, and he's like, oh, yeah, sorry, forgot about that. Got him mixed up. Mm-hmm. You know, so he like is refusing to tell her anything. Right. So it's like she can't be sure if it's him or not. Like, But he even, does like recognize Paul. No. And, and like, he says stuff about her later. Yeah. Like, but like in a teasing way, just because yes. he likes messing with her. Yeah, like yeah. he won't actually confirm anything. Mm. So it's like driving Betty crazy because she can't actually, she's not learning anything. Yeah. Betty is having like a full on like cop show miniseries HBO style like storyline here. Oh yeah. In the middle of all of this. Uh-huh. She's got her leather jacket outfit. Like she looks so BA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She got a flashlight. She's like shining in his, in his eyes like that. She should have. Or she vaping. That's the new thing now. <laughs> oh, cops, cops like to vape. vape. Yeah. Oh, that's edgy now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Riverdale has those commercials where it's like, if you think the black hood is scary, vaping is scarier. Do they really have that? Yes. <laughs> I don't think the Black Hood is scary, but vaping is lame, so. <laughs> you should make their commercials. I don't think the Black Hood <laughs> yeah, is scary. That's my commercial. But vaping is lame. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> Speaking of cringe, after watching that episode of Riverdale, you know what else is cringe? Vaping. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so Betty's trying to like make him realize that his victims are human. I don't know why she thought that would work, but. Yeah, because he like, clearly doesn't. No. So she brings her mom in and she's like, if you tell her about Polly and like he sees that you're a grieving mother. No. He'll, like, open up to us. No. That's bad for your mom. I know. Well, and Betty even said, she's like, I don't know if it will work, but she didn't... Sounds like she just kind of doesn't know what else to try. Mm -hmm. Because she's like, I don't want to, like, hurt him yet. You know? Like, kind of like, she doesn't want to, like, stoop to that. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, she's trying to, like... She wants answers. She wants to find her sister. Yeah. Funny how we have a therapist rewiring someone's brain through a certain type of therapy in the same episode where Betty can't get answers from a guy. I just feel like maybe there's a connection there. Mm -hmm. Like, she should hook up with a therapist and be like, 
like, hey, help me out. And then afterwards, uh-huh. be like, so how about some free therapy in, yes. in exchange for that work I <laughs> gave you? Please help me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she brings her mom in, and her mom is talking to him about Polly and, like, showing him photos and everything about, like, her as a kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he's just, like, sitting there listening to it. You know, and then his answer to it is, oh, you know what? He's like, your daughter, oh, so gross. But he's like, yeah, he's like, your daughter squealed like a pig when I cut her throat. Ew. You know, and then, yeah. like, Betty's mom, like, freaks out on him. Right. You know, and then, like, Betty's like, okay, well, obviously, he's a psychopath, and that's not gonna work. And and she's like, but he's still not telling us anything, because he's just messing with them. Yeah. You know, he's just trying to push their buttons and not answering any real questions. But then her mom is like, just kill him, Betty. No. And Betty's like, what? <laughs> Would that make you feel better? She's like, that's not going to change anything. And her mom's like, it would make me feel better knowing that Polly's killer isn't out there anymore. And she's like, as your mom, I give you permission to kill him. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? I know. As your mom, I give you permission. I guess she'll like forgive her. Well, like, can she, she borrow the him. car if she kills him or something? <laughs> like, what the hell? I know. It's like... Okay, Alice. No going out with your friends until you kill your sister's murderer. (laughs) (laughs) You have my permission. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, also, a fact that I just remembered that I have to say right now, Alice, first of all, is looking great. Good for her. Red lipstick, long curled hair. Also, she was, like, by hand embroidering a little embroidery thing of (gasps) Juniper and Dagwood that was so creepy. So (laughs) I just have to throw that out Their faces. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. So weird. I just remember that we haven't seen them in forever. Yeah. That's the ominous part of that. That's like hanging over this entire episode. Yeah, it's like like murderer children. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, freakos. Yeah. Okay, sorry, go on. Freakos. Freakos. Right. You know, but she goes to him and she's like, I need answers from you. And, you know, he's still not giving her anything. And he's like, did your sister like have this tattoo? And did she have blue eyes? And did she sometimes go by like Patty, Patty, which was like her, you know, like fake name. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yes. And he's like, hmm, I have no memory of her, you know? Okay. And so it's like, obviously he knows he does know about Polly. But maybe but, didn't murder her. But maybe didn't murder her. Right. He says he did, but, but we don't know. Yeah. But yeah. he I feel like he and gave that up too early. No, too and easily. like so then Betty's like, okay, well here's what's gonna happen. And so she describes to him how she's going to like cut him into pieces, like bit by bit, mm. and cauterize each like cut off his feet, then cauterize his ankles. Cauterize. Oh, like burn it. Yeah. To yeah. stop the bleeding. Mm-hmm. And then like cut off oh, a little nice farther of and like cauterize <laughs> it. You know, because she's like, because I want you to suffer. She's like, I'm not going to kill you. Not yet. You right. Know? Yeah. And is she convincing? Yes. It was yeah. creepy. Like, okay. It was really creepy. It was making my stomach turn. Because well, whenever I and... picture Dark Betty, I just hear Taylor Swift's reputation play in my head. <laughs> like, that's like the kind of like vibe. It's like, ooh, yeah. I'm good. Reputation precedes me. They told you I'm crazy. I swear I don't love the drama. It loves me. And... Get you. I'm going to no, go like, bad. Older no, Betty it's... especially is like legitly dark. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, she's very serious about it. It's Which is why it's like, oh, mm-hmm. man, Okay. No, and then it flashes back, mm-hmm. and you find out that's what TBK said to her when she was kidnapped. In the pit. In the pit. Is that he told verbatim. her. Verbatim. Verbatim. That's oh, what the, he was the cauterized thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That's twisted. Yeah, yeah, so that's what she was using on him. Mm-hmm. And he does seem to get a little, like, agitated by that. Like freaked out. You know, but he still isn't, like, telling her anything. And you see her, like, 
really upset and frustrated, and then you see her grab a chainsaw and come back. Oh, like she's gonna do it. Yeah, like she's she might actually do it. Uh huh. But then when she comes back, he's dead. He bit off his own tongue, oh swallowed it, and choked on it. Oh my god! Himself that way. This episode, yeah. I know, is like going places. It's this like is so dark. dark. Yeah, like did someone's teenage son write this one? Like this feels very. It was really dark. Yeah, yeah, it was really really dark. You know, and then like she goes home and she's talking to her mom, and then she's like, "Well, like, how do you feel?" She's like, do you feel better that he's dead? And her mom's like, yeah, I do. And she asked Betty the same thing. And Betty's like, yeah. I mean, she's like, I guess I feel better. But they still don't know what happened to Polly. And yeah. you don't feel like she does. Like, you can tell Betty does not feel better, you know, because it's like nothing's been answered. I mean, I don't buy that that was and Polly's killer, if she's even dead. No. Well, and then she says, she's like, I don't think that he's doing this alone. She's like, I think that mm-hmm. there's a group of them that a are doing family. this. Or a family on because... the lonely highway. Before, she asked him, she's like, why do you do this? Kill women. And he's like, oh, I just wanted to see what it was like. And she's like, so what is it like? And he's like, oh, it's no different than hunting with my family. And we thought he meant, like, hunting animals. Oh. But then when Betty says in the end, she has a family. Maybe his family is a bunch of murderers. And we're wondering, too, if maybe one of his family members could be TBK. And that's why when she said that to him, too. He recognized it. He recognized it and it freaked him out. He didn't say, you mean the Burger King? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Man, Burger King's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's that's very unnerving. What do they do yeah. with the body? They keep in it? Who knows? Okay, we'll, we'll oh, probably yeah, find out. Because yeah. Riverdale's very good at checking all those boxes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No loose ends whatsoever. Never. Everything <laughs> Never, makes ever. sense. Yes. <laughs> yes, that was Betty. Okay, so next painting in the night gallery. Is TBK, the Burger King himself, Jordan <laughs> <Jordan> Jones. <laughs> But we're finally back to Jughead. I've been missing him. <gasps> and I've got to say, he is finally thriving. We're going to get, yes. like, hot Jughead He's looking toyed? He's looking good. He's wearing, like, this nice, like, kind of, it's like kind of a like orange a mustard. mustard. It's like a dark, it's like, like a dark oral. mustard, like, corduroy <laughs> shatter. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good look. Is it his color? It's nice. Yeah. He's getting his life together. That's the most attractive thing about him. Good. He's digging himself out of this hole. He just had to leave Riverdale. We can see, like, old Jughead shining through. And it's like... Because it starts out... He's at AA. Okay. And so he's, like, there. It didn't start out at a montage at a mall where he's, like, putting on clothes and then the people are like, yeah. No, that's coming. No. That better be coming. (laughs) That's when he meets the Rat King. Yeah. (laughs) At the mall. The Rat King is just, like, some guy from New Jersey who's selling him a Suit. Yeah, he works at a men's warehouse. With a spray tan. Mm-hmm. All right, he's at AA. And he has uncovered his trauma that he what went to New York is it? to find. Yes. It's convoluted. So it goes back to, <laughs> like, he tells his whole story from graduating high school to now. And so we get flashbacks yes. to when him and Betty are in college. And it's what yes. we've been waiting for. Oh, like, fun. finally. Wait, what were they doing in college? Were they... Just, like, talking on the phone still? Yeah. Okay, like, okay. They were still, like, friends. Right, Just right, that right. didn't connect like that. Pre-voicemail. Pre-voicemail. Yes. Pre-book. Pre-book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also see the voicemail from Jughead's perspective, mm-hmm. and it was, like, a little unexpected. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was yeah. so good. It's really interesting. Okay, I gotta say, I love this voicemail thread that they've been, like, pulling throughout the season. Uh-huh. Like, it's a good thing to keep coming back to, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really didn't think we'd get more flashbacks. But they've been giving us more and more as we go on, and so I love it. Good. 
And so, like, we learned that first he, like, so when he was going to college in Iowa, you know, like, he thought that it would be, like, a good place for him to kind of get away from all the drama and everything at Riverdale. Mm, but, mm-hmm. You know, but it was just kind of boring for him. And he mm-hmm. didn't have any friends out there. Iowa boring. What? <laughs> we told him that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have listened. <laughs> he didn't ask our opinion, but... Mm-hmm. We had one. We did. Because we've all been to Iowa. <laughs> you know what it's like. Okay, I know people from Iowa. And they're boring. <laughs> no. Shout out. But they moved here for a reason. Yes. Yes, exactly. We have no corn. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, like he starts writing in college though because he's trying to like fill his time with something. No, and he's studying writing and he's yeah. like, he's kind of writing desperately as a way to get out of Iowa, you mm, know, so... Mm-hmm. And he, like, drinks coffee during the day, and then he, like, slowly starts, like, drinking whiskey at night. And that's kind of how his, like, alcoholism starts. Right. You know, it's like, and he gets kind of into that habit. hmm And he writes a draft that he felt was pretty good, so he, like, sends it off to a bunch of, like, publishers and agents in New York. And he gets a callback from one of them. Okay. Sam Pansky. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and, like, that's his current agent, you know. And so, like, so he gives him, uh, you know, like, he tells him he'll be his agent and everything. And he, like, and then at this point, he's still, like, talking to Betty, you know, and he, like, tells Betty. And she's, like, so excited for him. Mm-hmm. You know, she's, like, oh, that's, like, great news and everything. And he thinks that this is going to be, like, his ticket, you know. So he decides to move to New York to pursue writing full-time, so he, oh. like, drops out of school. Oh, wow. Before any kind of money rolls in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's where his problems start. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, like, he moves to New York and has, like, complete writer's block, you know, and, like, and he's stressed by all yeah. his bills and everything yeah. else, and he starts dating Jessica. But <laughs> intriguing. <laughs> intriguing, but okay. kind of toxic. How Did, did we find totally out how toxic. they meet... Just... No, we don't know. Okay. Just yeah, we don't know they met, but yeah, but she gave him shrooms, you know, for the first time, and that's when he wrote. Is that her just drug of choice? Yeah, Apparently. I okay, I didn't know people did that often, but anyways. Well, Jessica does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that's when he wrote his first rough draft for his novel, and his agent was like, "I think this is gonna be a YA hit," you know, and uh, yeah, and Jughead's like, "Okay, I guess YA is what I'm gonna write then," you know, and, and so, shrooms are my ticket to writing it. Yes, yeah, and <laughs> drinking heavily. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what the kids are doing. Yeah, because he thinks that's the only way that he said it unlocks like a different part of his brain that mm-hmm. he normally can't get to. It probably just like helps him relax more he gets probably gets too in his head otherwise you know so it helps him like, the, the writer's block is paralyzing him yeah yeah you know so it's like but he becomes like dependent on that and mm-hmm. that's what like gets him in that because but at this time he's dating jessica they're fighting a lot they're drinking a lot and mm-hmm. everything it's not good you know but he's still talking to betty you know and he says he's still not over betty yeah he's like really hung up on her still yeah which Surprise. is so sweet to see. Like, yeah. he's, like, kissing Jessica, and then he, like, looks at his phone over here to see if he has a text from Betty. Oh. It's like, oh, my gosh, my little bughead heart. Poor Jessica. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know she's awful, but that sucks. <laughs> I know. And, like, Betty is, like, you see her with someone. You don't know who it is, but she's yeah, also, like, texting Jughead. Mm, it's Archie. Not at that point. No. Oh, okay. You could, we could see him We've well enough. We've been down that road, and we're over it. Yeah. <laughs> and we could see him well enough that it's nobody... In the show, you know, right, just yeah. somebody she dated in college or something. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Could come, yeah. back. come back. I would like that. I want more. Remember that arm. Oh, 
What if it was TBK? <gasps> oh, that would, oh, I hope not. Can you imagine? Oh, that would be terrible. Well, so I don't know if he's cute. is then, like, trying to kill you. <laughs> you don't care if he's a killer as long as he's cute. If he's well, cute. If it was, like, fine for a little bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> before he tried to murder her. Enjoy those moments before you die. Yeah. Well, she didn't, so... <laughs> Anyways, enough about my taste <laughs> being put on blast. So yeah, Jughead's like turned into an alcoholic like his dad mm-hmm. and he writes the book and it's going to like sell, be a really big hit. Uh-huh. And the night of the party, you know, like we know from the voicemail, he asked Betty to come, but last minute she couldn't come. And so he kind of got mad. He starts drinking a bunch. He's like crazy drunk, like about to pass out, oh. walking the streets of New York, running oh. into people. Oh. And that's mm-hmm. when he leaves with the voicemail. And we thought he was like emotional, like crying. Mm-hmm. But in reality, he was just super drunk. Angry. Oh, okay. He, super drunk. Like, he doesn't even remember what he said. Mm-hmm. Like he is like, he, yeah, he was about to like black out. That's so rough. he leaves the voicemail, drops his phone on the ground, and then falls through the sidewalk into a sinkhole in New York City. Because he said, this apparently is tur- that happens sometimes. This is turning into like <laughs> Troll in Central Park, right? Yeah. Is this where he meets the Rat King? Yes. yes. <laughs> no, and the Rat King literally has like a little like cape no. and a crown. No, yes. I'm he checking has, out. What is this? Circle goggles, glasses. Like those like, Willy Wonka glasses, the goggles. What in the Teen Titans villain is this person? <laughs> Truly looks like a Halloween costume. Oh yes. my god. Please go as the racking for Halloween. Yes. Yeah. And somebody. Oh well and Jughead like was wandering, yeah, like the sewers and like found like crates and stuff. Stop. <laughs> That's like- Why? <laughs> Why is this a story? Because he was wandering the sewers because he had hit a low point in his life and nobody cared about him and he was so lonely. Is this and, and he, oh this was better? And he quote unquote that disappeared part disappeared into the darkness. Yes. Is this a metaphor? Literally and metaphorically, he said. There's yes. other ways to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he happened to fall through a sinkhole. It landed in his lap. And then yeah, then the rat no. king pulls a knife on him like a sword. On him. This is like I'm the rat- still this is not sword. okay no, with this. This is like the rat king from the Nutcracker. Yes! Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> okay. And he's like going to kill Jughead because he's like, what value do you have Does to me? Does he speak in old English? Does he sound like Cheryl? No, he no. just kind of talk like this. So it's, it's, jug- it's Junkyard Santa. I was basically saying it's kind of like Junkyard Santa. And then Jughead's like, I'm a, I'm a writer, you know? Like, I'll tell <laughs> Don't you a, say that. I'll tell you a story. <laughs> yeah. So he reads him his novel. The Rat King sits there for like the eight hours it took him to sit through no. his whole novel. What is this? read his novel. Jughead knows it <laughs> by you, heart? If you listen to the No, he has the, he has the book... In his bag. So yeah. he's like literally reading them his book. <laughs> so self-indulgent of him to just be like, you know what? What'll get me out of this? Why don't you sit down for eight hours while I tell you a poorly constructed yarn of my high school days? Yes. Mm-hmm. But the Rat King loved it. He ate it up and he was like, I want you to be my storyteller boy and live with me. So he's a jester. <laughs> yes. Okay. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to come back tomorrow and like bring you into my fold, you know, and make you my official storyteller. Ooh, and welcome you properly. We'll I'm, have everything arranged for a welcome for you. I'm just waiting for Jughead to wake up. This is distressing to me okay, to, to well, hear this. It's it's not over, so <sighs> <Okay>. don't worry. <laughs> okay. Wake me up when some <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, but then, like, he's sitting there, like, laying on this, like, junk heap, you know? And, like, sure. And then Betty appears to him. It was like a, like a vision of Betty. Yeah. A vision in white. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's like an angel, and she's like, I'm here to save you, you know? Because she's like, they're going to flood the sewers. They flood the sewers, like... Every two weeks. Like, every two weeks to clean stuff out. And she's like, you need to get out of here, otherwise you'll drown down here. And so, like, Betty um, Uh leads him out, and then he, like, yeah, comes out of the underbelly, you know, and the cops find him, and he's still crazed from everything. And they bring him to the hospital, and that's when, like, Jessica, like, finds him again. And she's like, I don't know what happened to you. You've been missing for days. Yeah. Okay, so we're back on the surface now. Yeah. Yes. But, so this is what Jughead kind of remembered. But this is why he wanted to go back to New York City. And, because he was like, some of this doesn't sit right with me. Some of it? (laughs) No, he's like, did this actually happen? You know, so he wants to go back to that exact same spot. To the sinkhole. To Mm -hmm. the sinkhole to, like, try and jog his memory. Yeah. Was it that traumatic? I mean, yeah, it was the low point of his life. Yeah. Literally. Well, and this was also like a month before he worse than back, seeing, went back to Riverdale. Worse basically. than seeing Doc getting beat up. Worse than yeah. getting murdered. He was in a sewer talking to a rat king. I don't care. It was like, <laughs> that doesn't sound that bad. And then he got a gig as a jester. Like, that's not that bad. Okay, I'm he still... Got a new job. <laughs> I'm still not understanding this. Okay. He was, Okay. No. All right. Go on. Go on. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. I, there, there's got to be some resolution to this. I'm. There I'm is. dying. There is. Oh my Don't god. Worry. Okay. So this is us. We're like, what is? <laughs> Why are we doing this? Why are we going yes. there? So the His other trauma. thing is, he goes back to New York. Like we're back to present day, and he talks to Jessica, and Jessica's like, oh, okay. He went back to the hospital, found out that he had rabies. And so then he goes to Jessica and he's like, why didn't you tell me I had rabies? What the heck happened that night? Okay. And she's like, I don't know. I just thought you went on a bender. Whatever. She thought he already had rabies. <laughs> really? I don't know. <laughs> got it from a raccoon or something. <laughs> yeah. So he goes down back into the sewer. He's walking around and he sees his little bed laid out with his book, which if they really flooded the sewers would not be there. <laughs> well, it's like water damaged. Okay. It's like Still, the, but this was like pages. how many years ago? It's like fat now. No, it was like a month or fat. Like a few months ago. <laughs> fat <laughs> book. Know? It's like all the pages are warped and wrinkled. Right, yeah, yeah. Still, I don't believe it. No, it would not It be would have, no. But he's like, obviously this happened. Obviously I was here. <laughs> but the memories come back to him. Because he sees his book. And in the margins, it's written this whole story of Jughead meeting the Rat King. Uh-huh. So the Rat King was a figment of his imagination. No. That he used to deal with the real trauma down in the sewer. Which was, after he fell through the sinkhole, he was unconscious and woke up to hundreds of rats crawling Ew. over him. Yes. Icky. And yeah. he was afraid to open his mouth because he thought they would crawl into his mouth. Oh. So he had to sit there for like hours with these rats crawling over him. That and is traumatic. Yes. I'm shaking you guys. Yes, no, I know. And like so that's <laughs> They didn't show was... any of that, right? A little bit. Okay. A, like a little bit not a lot. Do you like, guys know what like an actual rat king is? Oh, you told me. Yes. Explain for the listeners. It's it's this thing that happens mm-hmm. in the sewers where rats get so tangled up in their own tails that they just form this giant mound and I never want to see it. It's like oh. a truth or dare of mine, a dream truth or dare of mine to like be like you. You have to Google Rat King picture mm. and oh. look at it. I, uh, it is yeah. so distressing to think about. But. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and Jughead goes on to talk about too how it was like the lowest point in his life because he's like 
That's this is supposed to be the most important biggest, on the most important night of his the life. The most important night of his life. He gets wasted, <laughs> falls in his sewer, <laughs> and then is covered in rags. Nobody misses him, and nobody missed him. Oh, that is that is actually you know, really sad. And it's like, and nobody cared. Yeah. That is awful. Yeah. Why did they do that to Jughead? I they didn't know. have to write that. I know. That is so bad. But it's like also like it's sweet though that like even like through all of that, you know, it's like Betty is still the one that he like, you know, because she's the one who like mentally that's what like got him through that too was like Betty, mm-hmm. like thinking of her and thinking of her, you know. And I'm it's like, romantic. Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny to think about him just like covered in rats, being like, oh, I wonder what <laughs> Betty is doing. <laughs> I wonder if she misses me. <laughs> Okay, I want to know where FP was. Did he not invite his dad to his book opening party? Right? Like, yeah, for real. <laughs> book opening party. <laughs> book opening party. <laughs> Let's all open it together, guys. <laughs> Word reveal party. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> book release, whatever. Yeah. But like, where was FP? Where was Jellybean? Where was his mom? Yeah. I know. Well, where like, was Archie and Veronica? Veronica was in New York. Yeah, yeah. what the heck? No, but so, yeah, it is good though, you know, because he's talking about how it's like he realized his life is not what he wanted it to be. So he's like, that's why he's like, I need to get off the alcohol mm-hmm. and no more drugs, mm-hmm. which is why he's at AA. Mm-hmm. He's like, and he, he wants to like try and fix his relationships. Yeah. yeah sometimes it just takes a hundred rats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the moral of the story. That's but it. Jughead is looking good. He's sounding good. He's sounding like old Jughead. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. He said, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. He had the hat back, you know? Yeah. They were like, That was his opening to, to AA. Yeah. Welcome to Jughead. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Jughead Welcome AA. Welcome to Jughead. <laughs> it sounds like a few people are still on the sauce at that meeting. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's coming back. Okay, good. And we finally know So this is is present day. He's he's looking good and all that. Okay. And he's back in Riverdale now. He like came back. Nice. Yeah. Is he gonna tell people about that? (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) That would be so freaky. Especially if you told it in the way the show did. It's like, so there was this rat king. <laughs> Stay with me. We're going to get there. <laughs> yeah. And Just I was his court jester. And I read my book to him for eight hours. <laughs> I could see him telling Betty. I don't think he'd tell anybody else. So no. this is just like, yeah. this stays... It stays between me and myself, you know? Also, watching this, I'm imagining being Betty, and it's like, if my ex-boyfriend told me that at one point, he had been covered in a ton I wouldn't of want to touch him. I would never want to kiss him again. No. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know if I can handle that. No. Hot Jughead Winter or not. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no rats can save you from Hot Jughead Winter. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we'll see. Well. I mean, he may not go into details. He may just, like, stuff happens. I never want to imagine that again. Yeah. Don't like, think about it. I won't. You're going to have to edit this podcast and listen to it over and over again. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to be so curious about Rat King, too. <laughs> <laughs> Look up a picture of the Rat King. What if I Google Rat King Riverdale and actually see a Rat King, though? Oh. Don't do it. I'm not going to do it. No. If I'm really that curious, I'll watch I could the episode. find you a clip from the episode. But yeah. To show you, but don't mm. don't Google it. Okay. Okay. All right. We need to move on. Yeah. Okay. So the episode wraps up. You're back with Cheryl and Minerva. Love that. They like kiss, kiss, whatever. <laughs> kind of getting back together. But Minerva is hesitant because she's like, I don't know, Cheryl. Last time I was at your house, your grandma wanted to sacrifice me to an angry eldritch oh, terror. Oh, right. An eldritch, an eldritch ter- terror. terror. Is that a Sabrina thing? Yes. yes. You guys look which, at me like I know that. Which has no context in Riverdale at all. That was never a thing. Never Nana mentioned. Rose was like, let's sacrifice the interloper to get rid of the fire. 
But she never mentioned an eldritch terror. Also, I don't no. know what that is, so the layman wouldn't know what that is. No, so no. it's like, why is this in Riverdale now? Eldritch terror? Yes. And so, okay, so Minerva played a character named Agatha on Sabrina. Okay. And she was involved with, like, basically there was, like, a whole season about the eldritch terrors, and they were, like, these different magical things, whatever. And so I'm like, is this connected? Is she actually Agatha undercover? <laughs> it's been Agatha all along. Why? Or, or is this just... Or am I like, or did the writers make a big boo-boo and like forgot that they were writing for Riverdale and not Sabrina? <laughs> I think it's just stupid. I think it's just like... A fun little wink. Yeah, it's like an Easter egg that's like, oh, the fans are going to hypothesize about this and think Minerva's really Abigail or whatever her name is. <laughs> Agatha. Then, Agatha, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's I just think it's, doing. I don't know if it's a big boo-boo I don't know. It probably means nothing. It's probably just a cute little fun thing, but... I want someone on the show to be like, you mean like from Sabrina? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the show that. on Netflix? <laughs> I love that show. Yeah. And then they can be like, be like, I haven't seen that, but have you seen Katie Keene? <laughs> yeah. No one says anything. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Keene says that in disguise. Like, she's like, have you heard of Katie Keene, though? <laughs> and everyone's just like... No. No. And that's why it got canceled. And then Veronica's like, oh, my friend Katie Keene in New York? <laughs> well, Josie's going to be back next episode, <gasps> yes. so maybe we'll get a little cameo or something. Oh, something. She better mention it. I'm sure we'll get to hear more about Katie Keene. <laughs> yeah, I'm so curious. <laughs> I just feel bad for Lucy Hale. It's like... I don't. She should get royalties for every time they mention Katie Keene. Truly. Every time we mention Katie Keene. Every time Honestly. we do. Yeah. yeah. She's doing fine. She should give us royalties every time we mention Katie Keene. Yeah. You know what? I, I do feel bad for her. She should give us money. You should, Lucy Hale. If Lucy you're Hale, if you're listening, we know you are. We love you. Because we're the only people on earth still talking about Katie Keene. Oh. <laughs> I mean. I mean, she can be our sponsor, along with your and... And smart pop. No. Smart popcorn. <laughs> smart <laughs> Good catch. Yes. I know, yes. Testing. Testing. I yes, smart Those pops. Darn. You know? That water. The water. 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 Mm-hmm. Now we're just, now we're just product placementing. Yeah, so they should what happens. They should, but will they? No. No. We'll let you know when I'll bleep do. every product we mentioned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they want to be mentioned, yeah, they gotta pay, they gotta us, pay like, us. Ten cents, or the Patreons have to uh, support our Patreon, and then we'll give you the unbleeped version, so yeah. you can hear all those tasty products. <laughs> oh my god, that's your yeah, real spicy Patreon content. This yes. Week. yes. Okay. Uh, well, should we do a game? Yes. Yeah. So I um, have looked up some fun facts about the Riverdale cast and the production of the show. Okay. That's something Ooh. we don't really talk about as much. And some of these were really interesting, honestly. So I'm curious if you guys can guess them. Yes. Hit us. Hit us. <laughs> I would never hit you. <laughs> Thank you. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What was the show originally pitched as? Originally pitched as? Mm-hmm. Before the idea of Riverdale. Like, I'll give you a hint. Okay. So it wasn't originally going to be a TV show. <laughs> a movie? Like an Archie and Friends movie that's like grown up? Maybe. Kinda. I could see that. But do you have any other guesses? No, nope. musical. An Archie musical. No. <laughs> Am I right? What is it, Elaine? <laughs> so originally it was going to be a movie with like Archie as an adult time traveling. Shut up. What? Why? Yes. It was going to be Archie Andrews time that's... traveler movie. No. Who would watch that? I have no 
idea. Based off of zero Archie Comics like live yes. action yes. properties. That okay. was their idea. Okay. But then they're like, but what if we did like a TV show about like Archie Comics instead? Yes. And, and so revolutionize like, wow. the dark gritty reboot. Yes. Wow. Can you imagine if they'd made a time-traveling Archie? None of us would be here. The world would be in shambles. That sounds terrible. <laughs> okay. Also, how many Jughead hats do they have? Like in wardrobe? Yeah, in wardrobe. How many Jughead hats are there? Twelve. Total? Through, like through this season? Through the entire show. Five. Twelve. Twelve. One. Whoa. No. Yes. There's only the one Jughead hat. No. Yes. Someone has been lied to. So do they have like a backup to throw in the fire? Like they threw it in a fire. They did. <laughs> I'm sure they had a backup at that point, but for like the whole show, they only had the one. Just hat. the one. And it's like you would think they would have backups for such yeah. an important wardrobe piece. Yeah. But nope, it's just the one. I could I see don't. that though. So I have quite a few about KJ Appa, but give it so, to us. He's the weirdest human being on the planet. Can yeah. I just say like his Instagram is weird? As unhinged. Heck. Unhinged. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that he's going to be someone's dad soon. Can you imagine? The weirdest dad vibes. I'm sorry. Go on with the facts. Okay. So KJ Appa has matching tattoos with his mom and grandma. What is it? They all have the same tattoo. Is it a quote? I'm going to guess it's a quote. I'm going to say it's an outline of Australia. Oh. He's not even from there. New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> of Australia. <laughs> She's nope. not even. <laughs> Sorry, <that's> so, <laughs> so <mean>. sassy. <laughs> nope, it is of a bumblebee. Oh, meaning? Don't know. Secret. Secret. Mm. Also, how did he get that scar between his eyebrows? Waxing accident. <laughs> kettle fell on his head. Kettle. kettle? <laughs> like a kettle. Mu- uh, mu- what is like that a, thing like called? A pot. Like yeah. a pan. Oh, okay. Like a kettle. Like a pan. No, it was. <laughs> it's a trampoline accident. Oh. Some kind of accident. And also, what are the words? The accident. The accident. <laughs> Sorry. <I had> <laughs> um, also, what are the hardest words for KJ Appa to say with his, in an American accent? Oh, jeez. Ooh, hamburger. Yes. Really? Burger, Burger is one. What's the other one? Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Oh, oh that would be that. hard. Yeah, that would be hard. Yeah, yeah. burger and girlfriend. <laughs> and who of the cast lived together? Um. Well, didn't they all live together in Toronto during filming? Or do you mean like before? No, like they like... We're roommates. Roomies. Yeah. I'm going to guess Lily Reinhardt and Madeline? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cute. Yeah. BFFs? No. <laughs> um, who of the cast is actually, like, wanting to write their own Riverdale spinoff comic? Oh. Cole Sprouse? Cole? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that tracks. I know. And I was like, isn't that funny that, like, literally he plays Jughead, who's a writer, and he's like, I want to write these spinoff comics. And he's, like, serious about it. Makes sense. I'd read it. I'd read the Jughead Maybe. stories. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, I'd be interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is Madeline terrified of that made it really, like, she's terrified of this thing that made it really hard in filming. Water? Yeah. Drowning? You got it. No, she's just terrified of water. Okay, and although he initially auditioned for the role of Archie, why did Cole want to play Jughead? He didn't want to dye his hair? He wanted to be a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. No, he thought he was in, in more interesting character, and he liked that he was kind of, like, on the outside, and, like, 
he just thought he was interesting, but also one of the main reasons why he wanted to be Jughead was when he found out that Jughead was the narrator, he knew they wouldn't kill him off in the show. Oh. oh job security. Mm-hmm. I know, I think he wanted that job Smart. security. Smart, oh, thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. Also, Jason Blossom has been killed several times and by several different people, but it was never put into the show. Why? <gasps> to keep the secret of who actually killed him? Yeah. They were so afraid of it getting leaked that they filmed all these different versions of Jason being killed <sighs> by different people in the show so that if it did get released the pops cut people wouldn't know <laughs> yeah and they've never been released so we don't even know oh my gosh, who it was or what that. happened yeah do you know who the other killers were no but it was pops probably <laughs> <laughs> so educational yes I know. fun trivia i love trivia yeah you're so teaching us facts. more than any of those teachers at riverdale high <laughs> yeah they suck <laughs> Thank you for listening. As always, we're Riverdale fans first and friends second. If you want to support the podcast, like and subscribe, tell a friend, or leave us a review. Also, follow us on Instagram at Rivertales Podcast. See you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.